0: Aren't you thankful for the soaking presence of the Lord Jesus Christ? When we just make this much of an effort, he takes a giant step towards us in love. I'm so thankful for that. I also want to say that about this message this morning, (laughs) Terry and Jan are my I started to say watchdogs but that's not exactly the the uh, meaning that I had in mind they're my shepherds that's a much better way to say it they watch out for me and Terry texted me I think Thursday and said how's your sermon going and I said not not very good it's I'm struggling and she said well what do you mean and I said well just struggling, and she said, well, now I know why the Lord woke me up at three o'clock in the morning to pray for you. And she said, I'll do it again if I have to. And I said, well, please do. (laughs) So I appreciate them staying on top of the status of things for the Lord. I really do. Somebody asked me recently, does it bother you if you have a small crowd? And I said, no. Doesn't bother me at all. I don't care what size the congregation is. I care that I've heard from the Holy Spirit before I walk up here. And I can tell you I have heard from the Holy Spirit today. This is not a new subject, not new scripture, but something the Lord absolutely impressed on my heart. And it's a very short message. And then we're going to sing a song and then we'll dismiss This is the God of the impossible. And I want to talk about a few impossibilities this morning and then see where it leads us in our lives. Father, we just thank you for your presence today. We thank you for that cooling rain, Lord, that spiritual rain on our hearts. Rain on us, Holy Spirit. Rain on us in our souls, And we thank you for this word today. God, I pray that you would bless it and anoint it in Jesus' name. Amen. The God of the impossible. After Moses died, the book of Joshua in chapter 3 tells us how God commissioned Joshua to be the replacement for Moses to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. He told Joshua to tell the people, Sanctify yourselves, set yourselves apart, wash your bodies, wash your clothing, prepare food and necessities for a three-day journey. For he said these words, For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And thus began one of, the greatest opportunities for God to demonstrate to them how their impossibilities are possibilities with God. I'm sure you're all familiar with the story. God said the sign for you to move ahead will be when you see the priest come bearing the Ark of the Covenant this time correctly on the shoulders of the priest, as God had devised for that. They were carrying the promise of God, the very testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, you're to follow them, but don't get too close, so that if they make a turn, you can make a turn with them. If you get too close, you may get off the path. Stay in eyesight of them and watch. And when you see them come by with the covenant, then you follow after them. And he led them to the banks of the Jordan River. There they camped out for three days, and the Bible said that it was harvest time. And every year at harvest time, the river overflowed its banks. And this was no exception. The Bible, the commentary says that the waters were raging and that the uh, flooding had happened way inland, but this is where the Lord led them to. Now, God had proven himself already at the banks of a river, you remember very well, 40 years earlier when he led the children of Israel to the Red Sea, and they were hotly pursued by Pharaoh's army but now here they are again, facing another impossibility, this out-of-control raging Jordan River. And besides that, what awaited them on the other side of the river was equally as impossible for them, for it was all of the ites and the tights, all of the enemies of Israel. I think I need new copy paper. I can't turn the pages. So all of these enemies were waiting for Israel to come and attack them once they got across the Jordan. But God had a different plan. The scripture says that when the priests just touched their foot to the water's edge, God parted the waters of the Jordan and stopped the flow of the upstream rivers that were pouring into the Jordan causing it to be such a raging river. And that, that, and that stayed stopped up for one whole day that God controlled the flows of the river and the parting of the Jordan itself. And the Bible tells us that the priest went first across the river on dry ground and all the people followed on the dry ground. And Joshua told the people in verse 10, this was done so that you will know that the living God dwells among you and that he will without fail. These are the very words from verse 10. He will without fail drive out from before you all the inhabitants of the land that God has promised to you. And the last verse in chapter 10, verse 17, And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firmly on the dry ground in the midst of the Jordan, and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over the Jordan, the God of the impossible. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 14, God asked Abraham a question. He said, Is there anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. And in chapter 21, verses 1 and 2, the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah just as he had spoken for sarah conceived and bare abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which god had spoken to him impossibility after impossibility sarah was old she was at least 60 years past childbearing age and abraham was far too old to even father a child. But God had made a promise to Abraham, and how many knows God always keeps his promises. He said, Certainly I will bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond number, like the stars in the sky and the sands on the seashore. Your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies. There's nothing impossible with God. We know this because in the book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 27, our very Lord Jesus said these words of his Father God, with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. We've read example after example of impossibilities for man, but they've become possible and reality with the hand of God. In fact, I would go so far as to say that God operates only in the realm of impossibilities when he's dealing with relationship to man. We're weak, we forget, we doubt. We question, we get so absorbed with outside influences that convince us that somehow our impossibility is different or too hard or God can't or won't pay attention to our impossibility. I know that we all face situations that we can't conceive of a way to fix Sarah and Abraham had a promise for their most of their lifetime. Yet, it was impossible without the hand of God. That's one of the most amazing miracles in the Bible, in my opinion. Two beautiful people had a beautiful life together, but one thing was missing. The very thing that God himself promised to them. And without his hand of intervention, it could not physically, possibly, have happened. <laughs> and that's so with men. It's so with us. May not be having a child in your 90s, of course. Whatever it is, God is the God of possibilities. Nothing is impossible with him Claire and Evan, would you mind passing out these papers right here, please? The Lord woke me up Thursday morning with this song going over and over in my heart. And I didn't really know what to do with it. And I just, I really prayed and I studied and, you know, the song is old, you'll recognize it as soon as you see it. But it says, do you have any rivers that you think are uncrossable? Joshua did, and he was responsible for a whole nation to get across that uncrossable river, an impossibility. A few mountains that you can't tunnel through, I do. I still have a permit that's hung up in Never Never Land between the architect who I found out just two days ago. Thank you, sweetie. You can just put them back down on the table. Thank you. This architect is the structural engineer, not the architect, excuse me. The structural engineer that Jim used for many years. He's 85 years old. He retired two years ago. he's been in the hospital much of that time but the architect chose him to do the revision on the plan when it had to be revised he did the original structural sign off on it and mark is the architect he took it back to George several weeks ago and George was in the hospital and he talked to him two days ago and he said George, I know you're really, really tired and I know you've been sick. But this is for the wife of Jim Haynes. And he said, well, why hasn't Jim called me? And Mark said he died two years ago. And George said, I don't care how bad I feel, I'm going to do it and I will get it done as soon as possible. So Mark can send it back to the city And Mark said, my plan is no later than the 1st of November to get this back to the city. With all the thoughts, I's dotted and T's crossed, it's an impossible river for me to cross. But God has a plan. God has a way that I don't know anything about. And I know that you've brought your river and your mountain to God many times. So have I. And we don't always understand these things. But here's what I'm praying. That we will be stunned at the ways that God crosses the rivers and opens them for us to cross. And he makes the tunnel through the mountain that we cannot. We're weak. As I said, we forget, we don't, you know, we we just see what's in front of us. But God sees the whole and he sees the plan as an entire plan, just as he did with Sarah and Abraham. He knew all along what his plan was. He knew it when Abraham took Isaac to the mountain and said, I'm going to sacrifice to the Lord. He knew it then. He knew it way back when, just as Joshua told the people, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. That's what I'm asking the Lord to do this morning. We're going to sing this song.
1: Be of good courage, God spoke.
0: is dependable he'll make a way through the waters for you life situations by him are amendable I love that mountains and hills he will part them for you will you stand this morning If you have a mountain or you have a river, I just invite you to lift it up to him one more time. Whether it's losses, you know, when Jesus told the disciples, I believe it was Peter in Mark 10, He was talking about the rich young ruler when he said that all things are possible with God because he had said how difficult it would be for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven. And Peter said, but Lord, how are we going to be saved if it's so difficult? And Jesus said, with man it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Possible. And he went on to say, Peter said, But Lord, we've left houses and lands and mothers and fathers and children, and we've left everything to follow you. And Jesus responded and said, There's never been a man who's left all these things who wasn't given back a hundredfold here in this life and in the life to come. He's got it covered. No matter how uncrossable the river looks, no matter how dense and high the mountain seems, with God, all things are possible. Father, we just thank you today that your word never, ever changes. And Lord, you've spoken that to us here in this congregation that your word is a sure, eternal word, and that we can stand on it. And that your word, Lord, amends the situations that we face in this life. Father, I know of some situations today that need your touch. I know, Lord, of those who are ill. I know, Lord, of those who have suffered losses. I know, Lord, of families who are grieving. I know, Lord, of different situations, decisions, and heaviness, Lord, that we need you to part the waters for, that we need you, Lord, to create a path in the mountain that we can follow father i thank you that we can depend upon your word that we can depend upon you lord have never changing and always always able to make possible what we have need of father i just pray now that your hand of mercy would be seen seen with our eyes lord that our testimonies will be ringing from the rafters, oh God. Look what God did for me. Look how God changed my situation. Look how he amended my circumstance. It's what we want to see, Lord. It's what we want to hear, Lord, in this life. Oh God, be with us this week. Lord, we're thankful for the rain that's coming. We're thankful that you're gonna send rain upon this dry thirsty land but oh god as you said this morning the rain upon our souls lord the rain that gets us through these mucky times lord of our government of the school systems oh god that rain upon our souls lord we cannot live without Rain upon us this week, O God, in mighty, miraculous ways. And let us be stunned by you being God in our lives. Oh, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. Jesus, Jesus. Lord, go with us this week. Reign in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we ask. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All minds are clear. You may be dismissed into the care and the protection of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen.